0: Greetings and welcome to Astronomy One Hundred and Four at Hack. Last time we talked about life in the universe and the possibilities of life in the universe and how we might uh, go about counting how many civilizations there were there were in the universe. And we talked about the Drake Equation in, speci- in specifically. And today, I want to talk about briefly about how we do go about trying to communicate with other civilizations that may be out there in the universe. As we learned last time from the Drake Equation, we don't know for sure. We can't tell exactly how many civilizations there might be in the universe. Based on the numbers that we put into the Drake Equation, there could be a lot of them out there. Or we could be all alone, so we could be trying to communicate with people or beings that don't actually exist. So what we can do, though is try to communicate and we have done this in a number of different ways. We have done purposeful methods of communication, we have done indirect methods of communication, we've done both ways. Ever since we have started broadcasting radio we have sent signals out into space. So for about a hundred years now we have been sending signals out into space that could be detected by an alien civilization. Now that doesn't mean that they could pick up our TV shows, and actually watch them, as you may think from watching a science fiction show where they pick up something from 50 or 100 years ago. But they can pick up the signals and could see us as a radio source. And actually you'd see it as the Earth spins certain parts, like when the east coast of the United States rises, as viewed from that civilization, then we would see a burst of radio coming in. We'd see much more radio signal activity. Even if we could not decipher the exact activity, we could see it as a period of 24 hours. We could see the exact period of the Earth rotating with that information. So that's one way we've indirectly been sending our information ever since we've started broadcasting. That information is there, but it can only travel at the speed of light. So it can only get out as far as about 100 light years, which is a very, very tiny portion of our galaxy. So we haven't even indirectly communicated with a large portion of our galaxy, just this incredibly tiny portion centered around us, about a hundred light years in radius. That's about all we've been able to communicate with indirectly. And directly is the same way, of course. We cannot send anything faster than, than the speed of light, but we have used such the big Arecibo radio telescope to send signals out to stars and just to send a coded message out and see if we ever get a response back and then just continually listen to hear for a possible answer to this. And, as of yet, we've never gotten anything that would be considered a signal, a valid signal from another extraterrestrial source. It doesn't mean we don't keep listening and there are a number of radio telescopes that are used to constantly monitor and look for the possibility of a signal from an extraterrestrial light, from extraterrestrial life, We have sent signals out and we have listened. The only way we can possibly expect to communicate is to do both. Because if you imagine, let's just suppose, and listening is a lot easier, it's a lot easier to monitor all these stars than it is to pick stars and send signals in their direction, but if everybody's doing that and everybody's sitting there listening, and nobody's talking, then we're still never going to hear anyone, even if they're out there. So we actually have to send signals out as well to have a chance to communicate. We also have to consider the times involved. It takes a long time to send these signals. If we send a signal to a star that is 10 light years away, which is a very, very close star to us, and we send that today, when can we expect our response back? Tomorrow? No we will never get a response that quick and why not because the signal can only travel at the speed of light so once we send that signal out when we send the the signal out today ten years from now it gets to the star so it gets to that other civilization in ten years if they immediately decipher it, understand it, and send a signal right back to us we'll get the response ten years after that so it will take twenty years to get the response, even if the civilization is only 10 light years away. And it's even longer if the civilization is further, 100 light years away, we'd have to wait 200 years to actually get a signal back. But it is something that we do. We do do this type of communication in an attempt to contact other civilizations. Now the other way that we have set information out is that we have we've sent information with the spacecraft that we've sent. Now this is a lot slower than sending radio signals, but we have sent in fact with the Voyager and the Pioneer probes had plaques on them with a lot of information about Earth and explaining where we are, where the spacecraft came from and detailing a lot of that type of information and we've sent that out into space now. Now those spacecraft, even after all these years of traveling, are still only at the outer edges of the solar system and it will take them many thousands of years to get even towards the nearest stars. So they will eventually get out there into space and may be detected, but it's a very large empty space and the odds of it happening to be detected are incredibly small. But we have sent that information out for the possibility of being detected. So those are just a couple of the ways that we have tried to communicate and listen for extraterrestrial civilizations. Again, we've looked at the possibility, we've sent signals out indirectly. Just every day we're broadcasting signals out and our Earth will be louder or quieter in the radio depending on what parts of it are visible. When a lot of ocean is visible, it's not going to be very loud. When a lot of the east and west coast of the United States are both visible, then we're going to get a burst of signals as they come in and are visible then to this distant civilization. We have also tried sending and listening for signals from different stars. We've picked out stars that we think might be likely candidates based on what we talked about last time in these podcasts, and we have sent signals there. And then we listen for responses. But again, as I talked about, it takes a long time to get that response. It's not something that we can get back in 5 minutes or 10 minutes or an hour or a day or a week or a month or even a year. The closest star, Alpha Centauri, is about 4.2 light years away from Earth. That means we have a minimum wait of over 8 years in order to get it. So if we send that signal right now here in 2011, it will be eight and a half years, it'll be 2020 before we can get a signal back. And that's if they decipher it and send us a signal back immediately. If it takes them a year or two years to decipher our signal, then it would be even longer. And that's, of course, assuming that there is a civilization there. If there's nobody there to detect it, then our signal just travels out, never to be detected. So, as we've talked about in these last two, we've talked a little bit about life in the universe, And it's a very interesting prospect, and it's something we just cannot know. When we looked at all the terms in the Drake Equation last time, there are just too many unknowns that we could very easily be the only civilization, intelligent civilization, in the entire universe. Or there could be many millions of them out there, and we just haven't had the chance to detect them yet or they aren't communicating or they are communicating in a different way than we expect them to communicate because we do tend to be biased by our own views well I hope this has helped these summer podcasts have helped a little bit we'll be back to the fall podcast and my class podcast coming up here very shortly but I wanted to do these just to keep everybody on track during the summer if you wanted to follow along on a couple different topics. And I'll be coming up with a few more for the fall, for the winter break over Christmas time, and then next, next summer we'll come up with a few more different topics for everyone to listen to. So I hope these have been enjoyable to you and that you've gotten some information out of them. And until next time, everyone, have a great day, and I will see you in class.